0: Check, check. All right.
1: That's not a uh, bad-looking
0: wave file there. That's a
1: sexy wave file.
0: I mean, that looks good.
1: Looks like Jessica Rabbit's shadow. Whoa.
0: Whoa.
1: Whoa. Ooh, I like this new...
0: Yeah, that new setup is This new interface is kind of sexy. look, you've even got controls (gasps) on the... I love having controls on the thing. (laughs) I'm keeping that. Keep all of it. You can even save that right there. To every time we pull back up, it automatically pulls that that preset up. I don't know what you'd be saying.
1: That ridiculous conjecture that you just heard was me and Kelly kind of nerding out over our new equipment that we have for the podcast. Uh, We have a new interface. I have, uh, well, the original interface, and by interface I mean the thing that you plug the mics into that then goes into the computer. Uh, The original one I bought from Robbie Ross, he upgraded, and I bought his old one from him, and then I bought another one just like it later on for a backup, And when we went to his house to do that online concert, there was something about the old ones that won't do what the new one does. And I can't remember what feature in particular it was he was after, but he offered to trade me a newer interface for an older one. And I was like, well, yeah.
0: I think it has something to do with that. You're like losing
1: out on this trade. And he's like, yeah, but I'm getting what I need and you're winning. So
0: Yeah, I think it has something to do with that auxiliary jack in back.
1: I don't remember. Oh, I've actually had it for a while because we did that video like four weeks ago, almost a month.
0: Oh, it's been longer than that. You didn't get the joke there. I did get the joke.
1: No, you didn't.
0: Four weeks, a month.
1: Um, so anyway, we finally got it working tonight and the the test we did sounded pretty good. So here we are. Here we are. Sorry, I was moving the bell so I could get to it. Um, we had band practice tonight, our first practice with our new drummer. Wow. Shout out to Caleb, it went great.
0: Went great.
1: Um, Caleb is also in our upcoming first official Kill J music video, and everybody's probably thinking, first? You guys have been around since like 1977. You've never Did- done a video? No, we haven't. Well, we've attempted. Not officially. Yeah, there's been a couple of false starts. Uh, well, we've one, actually shot a couple of videos. Th- we shot a got. really good video for the face of regret and uh, for, for various reasons, the different videos that we've tried to make happen just didn't happen. And um, do you remember the Darkest Hour video that we did out in the woods?
0: Yes, yeah, out, out behind Big Germs. I, I mean, for what it was,
1: it was, it was kind of cool. I wish I could find a copy of that. I haven't seen it in years.
0: I haven't eaten
1: Actually, maybe I don't need to see it. Maybe I just need to remember it in my mind, it being cool.
0: Well, I just remember we had the vehicles pulled up using the headlights.
1: As lights. <laughs> yeah. My toothpick looks like a Batman symbol. That's not random. Um, by the way, uh, we just ate 100 pizzas. And so I can't podcast right now. I'm just going to, you know, phone it in, but that's nothing new. We had band practice tonight, and we got done early, and I was like we needed to put a podcast out because I made a schedule.
0: You made a schedule. I made You're a schedule.
1: No, I, I've voxered y'all on the Real yeah. Pop Culture chat and I said, I got a calendar out and I wrote last week's podcast or week before last podcast on our 143 and then I skipped a Wednesday and put 144, 45 and I wanted to see because basically, on average, we put out two podcasts a month. I try to put them out on a Wednesday. That doesn't always happen because we usually record on the weekend. That gives me a couple days to edit. Uh, So Wednesdays are good for releasing podcasts. It's just not always. But based uh, on that assumption, I came up with when episode 150 will come out. And it's like right before Christmas. It's
0: like right before Christmas or New Year's. I want
1: to say it was December the 23rd, right off the top of my head. So episode 150 could be a Christmas special or it could be we could wait a week or two and make it a new year's thing
0: or do, yeah we could definitely try to do something big so like the new tail year's. end
1: of 2020 is we're going to be at 150 provided we come up with our release schedule like i wrote it down and if this comes out wednesday like it should we will we'll be on track I, I don't i don't enjoy the face you're making right now nah, just it's just, very judgy i'm just i'm just saying it. it's judgy the it's judgy face like, if you were a judge right now, that would be your face.
0: Be my judge face. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, uh, we finished band practice. We were hungry. We ate 100 pizzas. And now we're doing the podcast. And um, I'm probably going to release this Thursday, actually, because that'll be October the 1st. Because we have some Halloween-related stuff to talk about. We do. First of all, so it's fresh on our minds, uh, Jason. There's big Jason news.
0: That is a
2: huge.
1: That's huge Jason news. A quarter of the videos we watch, and I want to give him a shout out because this guy does really good videos. 3C Films? 3C Films is the YouTube group. And uh, we watched uh, a couple of videos. One just came out, and I watched it at work, and then I p- wanted to pull it up for you to see it. And they're saying that. Uh, well, let me back up. <clears throat> the reason you haven't seen a Jason movie since. Hey, uh,
0: Google, help me out. If you don't count Vengeance, it'd been a Jason X, wouldn't it? Oh,
1: they did that remake.
0: It's just called Friday the 13th. Oh, that was 2009. Was it? The remake was 2009.
1: See, this is my only complaint with them naming movies where there's already a movie named that movie.
0: We would type in new Friday the 13th. Oh yeah, that's gonna do.
1: They shouldn't be allowed to do that though. <sighs> it pulled up a new beginning. <laughs> oh wow! When did you think it was? Two
0: thousand
1: nine. I'm gonna go with that. In somewhere around two thousand nine, they released a Jason movie, and there hasn't been one since. And since then, they've released like uh, a whole new rebooted chucky child's play series which i think um, it's
0: just called chucky for once
1: they went back and did a big thing with Michael myers and they're fixing to release another one just found out because of his video they're doing scream vive and it's kind you of don't a, know how
0: i feel about that because i've never watched. After the first and it just kind of became redundant the
1: first one was really good it was really good
0: it's just like that that movie i know what you did last summer <laughs> yeah, I still
1: like, don't know what you did last summer. there yeah, was that like
0: thirteen one? of them, and
1: then the next one was like, I still, still, really seriously do know what you did last summer. I just can't bring that home enough. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And they they tried so hard to make that a thing. The Long John Silver guy with the claw.
0: I just didn't. Mm-hmm. It just didn't catch. The first one on was it. okay, but uh, soundtrack was decent on it. That was about it.
1: That's back when they had cool soundtracks for yeah. horror movies, that's for sure.
0: I remember Offspring uh, had a song on there. Really? Which yep. one? Drink and Drive.
1: Look at you. With the Offspring 411.
0: <laughs> Dude, that was so long ago.
1: <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, uh, we're talking Oh, about yeah, Jason they. News. the reason that Jason has been frozen is because of a legal battle. There's a law in the States where if you you can reclaim ownership of a work that you created after 35 years. So the guy that did Friday the 13th part one, which by the way, on a side note still holds up. I watch it every year.
0: I've watched, I already watched it.
1: Every October I watch it. and It's still really good. It don't even have Jason in it at all. Well, at the very end, he jumps out of the water. Mm. Spoiler alert from a movie from 79. (laughs) The guy that did that movie came back after 35 years and said, Hey, I want ownership of this franchise. And, um, the studio was like, uh, no. Nope. We're not gonna nope. And uh well, going
0: by what we were watching, he would only own the rights
1: to the first one if To he had the won. first one. Which that's means just
0: the Friday the thirteenth title and
1: You wouldn't have a, a machete wielding hockey mask wearing Jason. You would have the
0: his dead mom.
1: <laughs> and the kid. You could do something with the girl you could do No, the the kid that jumped out of the water at the end that was oh, Jason yeah, he was in yeah. it at the very very end
0: but that they Everybody, tried to play that off as a dream
1: so it would be a whole different Friday the 13th than what we're expecting or wanting to see since they didn't announce who won the court battle they're assuming it was settled out of court which it would be stupid for them not to because Jason is like a cash cow that people are going to show up for good
0: god yes I mean that's millions of dollars in the bank right there yeah, hundreds of millions.
1: At any rate, uh, it's pretty much officially confirmed that something's happened and that's over with, and they're moving forward with a new Jason movie. Official Jason movie. And lucky for us fans, it's the good thing is it's been so long that really good fan-made Jason movies has come out, such as Vengeance, and they've announced Vengeance 2. Did you know that? I did not. They're doing a, a sequel to Friday the 13th of Vengeance. Is so it going to be on YouTube? Uh, I don't know. I don't know any details other than that. I just saw that on Facebook. I follow all them because Jason Brooks was on the the podcast. Uh, name drop, name drop. The guy that played Jason. Uh, that's just, we've had two Jasons on two the show. Two Jasons, yeah. Wow. It's
0: look CJ at us, Graham and Jason. Look
1: Brooks. at us. A couple crazy kids doing a podcast, and we got Jasons everywhere. Just everywhere. But everywhere I look, there's a Jason. <laughs>
0: Technically, there quite is in here. I mean, we got... Yeah, I got to get...
1: I kind of got a Jason Sharon. You know, that old chestnut.
0: <laughs> At least it's not his mom's head in the cabin. Ooh, that would be great. <coughs> <laughs> get you some teacup candles set around it. Yeah. Um,
1: And also, another thing from the same person that did the the YouTube video that...
0: Three C-films.
1: They let us know there was a, a new Jason movie in the works. He also did a podcast, I mean, a video about um, a canceled Jason TV show. And I don't know if that might come back, because it, it got canceled for the same reason the movies haven't happened. But they were developing a Jason Voorhees TV show called The Crystal Lake Memoirs.
0: Crystal Lake Chronicles.
1: Chronicles, yeah. It was going to be on the CW, which I, I like CW shows, but here's a problem. If it's regular network television and not like Netflix or something that streams on the internet, you're going to be restricted by I mean you can't show boobies and that's
0: it's a pivotal part of that, Jason.
1: It's a huge part of most slasher films is tatas, okay? Except for Park Let's Park be
0: honest.
1: Another thing is you can't cuss, you can't be gory, you can't be graphic like you're you're stripping away a lot of Jason-esque
0: that and I guarantee you Jason would have a love interest if it was on the C D <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason he goes psycho and kills everybody, because he gets turned down.
1: That's the only thing about the show I didn't like. Everything else they described was pretty freaking cool, to be honest. Yeah. Because here, think about it. At the end of part one, Jason as a little boy jumps out of the water and pulls the, the lady into the water. Then the next time you see Jason, he's a grown man. There's a lot of years there that's never been touched by the films.
0: Well, there's a, They didn't even explain it. No. It's in, almost in like, two. yeah, no, they never covered it. <clears throat> and see, part three supposed to, was supposed to have been 24 hours later. But if you remember the girl on part three, she was always talking about as a kid, this this man who came out of the woods and chased her. And at the end of the movie, I forgot about that. whenever she uh, took his mask off, she was like, oh my God, it was you. And that had been like 20 years, 15 years.
1: Yeah, you still got a rough time. So did, you know he was out there doing skip. something
0: just yeah. by what she said there. Another thing that
1: excited me about this potential Jason TV show is that the films were going to be canon within the show. In other words, this J- within this universe, the Jason thing happened, and they made movies about it, which are the movies that we know. And then Jason comes back. And is killing people again, and they know a lot about him because they've seen the same movies we have, so it's kind of meta in that way,
0: yeah, but to me I, that's gonna be kind of weird,
1: well, I think it's cool that they can do like do within the show what we do as fans and yeah. talk about like make fun of certain things and
0: I mean imagine there might be somebody that's got a podcast about Jason see on there, and this is this is what I was gonna and we're jumping ahead here.
1: This is what I was going to suggest, and I'm not a filmmaker for good reason. the The problem with Jason is it's you. It's hard to come up with something a new scenario. You can't just keep doing the same old thing over and over and over. Where some kids been
0: there, done that. Kids
1: show up to Camp Crystal Lake. They have sex. It makes him mad because teenagers being teenagers, and he kills all the counselors because counselors are why he got killed. That's a cool storyline, but you can't just keep rehashing that you gotta come up with something new. Sometimes that takes you in a weird direction, like, hey, let's put him in New York. Or let's Uh, take him to space. (laughs) As much as I hate to admit I do like that movie. I do too. But it's just weird for Jason to be in space. (laughs) Like however many years in the future that was. But yeah, you run out of you run out of things to do. Here's my pitch. You know how every October, no other time of the year. Do we deal with paranormal stuff on this podcast except for oct- all the month of October is Halloween season? Well,
0: we actually deal with it all the time, but we just don't talk about it.
1: We don't, yeah, we don't podcast about paranormal and yeah. scary stuff except for the whole month of October. It's all dedicated to Halloween. So what if there was a podcast and within this universe uh, the Jason stuff really happened and they want to go on location to a scary place and they picked Crystal Lake to do their podcast? And then, and it would would make it modern because everybody's got a podcast now. That's a modern thing. Everybody podcasts. You could go, like, we went to so many places around Halloween and did, like, a live broadcast. And if we lived close, if there was a real Camp Crystal Lake and we lived close to it, you bet your ass we'd want to go there and do a podcast. We'd rent out a cabin. We'd stay there the night. And all of a sudden, all this stuff starts happening. I'm not saying y'all owe me a lot of money if y'all make this movie, but... I mean, at least send me like a a hockey mask that you use on set, you know, signed by every cast member and every previous Jason. That's all I'm asking. It's not much. And this podcast is not legally binding. My lawyer probably would get involved if y'all make this movie. But no, seriously, um, I don't. That's the only problem with Jason is there's only so many things you can do with him. You got to come up with something new. And that's the problem. Yeah. That kind of happened with... A couple of weird things happened with Freddy. He almost ran out of the whole... Well, he's in my dreams and I'm trying to stay awake because if I go to sleep, he'll be there. And then to try to bring him into the real world and do several different things. But another thing happened to Freddy besides running out of material is...
0: That reboot. That well, was absolutely
1: horrible. Well, uh, we won't even talk about that. <clears throat> but even before then, Freddy went from being this scary, not nightmarish creature... To like somebody you cheer for.
0: Well, it's because he was like, funny.
1: Yeah, people liked Freddie. They could actually relate to him. He not no in a not in or... a like to kill people in their dreams kind of way, but like he was funny. He yeah. was cool. Like if he was in your high school, you'd want to be friends with him. And he says bitch a lot.
0: No, that's uh, scary. Terry Rick and Morty, yeah. <laughs> well, they based
1: that on Freddie, obviously. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, you you
1: kind of like... Sort of like Ozzy Osbourne. He went from like the Prince of Darkness to like this lovable family guy that everybody adores. And like Snoop Dogg was this hardcore gangster and now he's like... The family man. Yeah. It's kind of like... You got to figure out a way to make... Keep people like that scary. And that's or hard to do in, when you want them to win.
0: Well, in Freddy's... I think it works better him being the the villain that you cheer for. Yeah, but you... Just because he is funny.
1: But you've got to keep the movie scary, too.
0: But, I mean, really, what is scary anymore? Because once you've already watched two or three of them, it's not scary anymore. you, you got your jump scares. Yeah. But,
1: I just like, remember the first two Not Real own Strip movies was, of course, I was a kid. Yeah, so we were young. It was terrifying. When you I watch like a Freddy ten? movie now, I'm still there. I'm on the front row. You know, I'm taking my money if you put out a Freddy movie, but I just don't think they're scary anymore. So that's that's hard to maintain as well. Which it's like know? Alice Cooper said one time, you can't shock people in the, anymore because they've seen everything.
2: Yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> but, you know, that leads up to uh, the top ten list we're wanting people to send us.
1: Nice segue. Look at you. Look at my little podcaster growing all up, <laughs> knowing how to podcast. Well, we announced last episode that we're looking for this year from all of our listeners to make a make a top ten list of the, the scariest movies, the movies that scared you the most and why. I won't even say horror movies, because there might be movies that aren't horror movies that scared you, and I'm not saying your favorite horror movies or your favorite scary movies, but the ones that scared you the most and why? Well,
0: I've got a list of twenty.
1: <clears throat> I've got a list. I pick, just picked three. My list isn't on paper yet, but uh, I've got several in my head. And I like to elaborate. I like it when people elaborate. You know, it's fine if you just send us ten movies, but like I, I have a story behind each each one. Well, I'd, most same of on mine. mine. Most
0: of mine. I can tell you the story behind it. A lot of it had
1: to do with my age, you know. I've already given one away, so I'll say it again. I I watched The Exorcist when I was nine, and it gave me mental illness, like legitimately, until like I was 45, and I'm 44.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm the same way with you there. That movie. And I grew up in church, so to me, that was real, you know. It still is real.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the possibility of it being a legit thing is... It's terrifying. And, and I, I still have a different relationship with Possession movies to this day because of it. Like, I kind of... I won't say I won't watch a Possession movie, but I'll kind of steer around it if...
0: I'll watch if, em. if I've got an
1: easy out, I'll take it.
0: Yeah, I'll watch them, but I, I'm, like, leery of them. Mm. Especially if they're, like, you know, based on a true story.
1: Yeah, I can't afford to have the second half of my life ruined by a movie. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I guess we've talked about Jason enough.
0: Was and, did Jason movie scare you when you was a kid? Oh uh, yeah. Well, I remember the jump scares, but I don't. I don't remember. I really going got to bed into being Jason. afraid that uh, Jason was going to come out of the woods.
1: I really got into Jason in part six. Everybody knows if you've listened to two episodes of the show that part six is my favorite Friday the Thirteenth. Uh. But I didn't necessarily think it was as scary as I thought it was cool. Like yeah. Alice Cooper was doing the theme song and Jason's Back from the Dead in the previous film they had like screwed up by like not even having him in it and the title Jason Lives was cool the premise and that one's changed the status quo going forward like Jason was almost like a Michael Myers top, like real human being that can somehow withstand all this punishment and and like Gunshots and stabbing and stuff, and still keep coming. Well,
2: it's because he's dead.
1: Yeah, then he died and came back from the dead, so it's a whole new ball game. He's that people use people call him zombie Jason. I don't really like using that term, but yeah, I mean, he kind of was. No,
0: I think he was more of a he, he wasn't living at that demonic point. Uh, well uh, type of thing going on. Going there.
1: back to Fire the Thirteenth Vengeance, they handled that very well. Which Vengeance is kind of a sequel to part six. Yeah. Kind of kind of the untold story. Like ignoring but still paying homage to the ones after six. But they, it was a direct sequel to six. And it had C.J. Graham in it. So, you know, I'm all ears. And it was a good movie. I want to watch it again, actually. I've only watched that. it twice.
0: I think I may go back and watch it tonight.
1: Yeah. I may try to get Jason Brooks back on the podcast now that they have announced part two. Oh, and one last thing about the, the Jason T V show that they mentioned, it was gonna be kinda like an Smallville. An, it was, was gonna be kinda like an anthology, is where every season jumped around in Jason's timeline. Like one season might be about what happened to Jason after part one. Then the next season might be a sequel to Jason X.
0: But it could also be why was Jason Jason?
1: Yeah, exactly. It, it didn't... Be a,
0: like a pre-part one.
1: Yeah. It, it was, it was going to jump around in time with each per each season, which that would have been awesome. The man. only
0: backstory we got on Jason is what his crazy mama told us. Yeah. Right before she got her head cut off. Spoilers. Spoilers.
1: <laughs> All right, I think we've talked about Jason enough. But definitely send us those lists, and we'll read them on air. If you want to remain anonymous, that's perfectly fine.
0: You can email them to we'll us. We'll just say one of our listeners us.
1: sent this. If you... If you don't want to be anonymous, we'll say who you are, which is the opposite of that.
0: Um, If you want to be known.
1: Our email address is popculture4real, that's the number 4real at gmail.com. I don't know our phone number. I never do. I think think it's 662-305-9
0: and like three other numbers. Hang on, you sent it to us on the, or Anthony sent it to us on the Anthony sent it, because I I
1: keep forgetting it. And I keep saying I'm going to put it on a post-it note and put it on the monitor here.
0: It's 662-305-9783. You know, there's two things
1: you can rest assured about this show in every episode. You'll never know the phone number? I'm never going to remember the phone number, and I'm never going to know what episode number this is. But we already figured out the episode number.
0: one forty four. Yeah, that's what you said. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there you go well, I think blinding. I think it is 144 Because I, I want to say I remember the last one being 143
1: Hey and uh, go back and listen to 143 if you haven't It was a really good show I, I had a great time doing it We were talking to Chad Houston Who does Cruising in Amory every year And he just opened a restaurant called The Gemstone in Amory And uh, we had a blasty blast doing that We actually had had him in the studio with us
0: yeah, and see that was the the first in studio since he was here last time. Which was over a year ago. Yeah. Which I don't think I was here for the one when he came last time. I don't think so. I think were. you done it during the week.
1: No, it was on a Sunday. This isn't like well, I mean it's kind of Halloween related. I've been watching American Horror Story. It's I,
0: watched, not great. I
1: watched season one, two, three. Started watching four five. and then skipped to five.
0: I don't see why you skipped four. I thought Freak Show was a good one.
1: I don't know. It just didn't tickle it, my fancy. I may circle back to it. it.
0: It takes a little bit to get back into it, or to get into it. I just realized because we was talking about Ratchet at work, and then we got on the subject of American Horror Story. And uh, I've what do you think about season. Ratchet? I liked it.
1: I've seen two or three episodes. I like it, but I'm like, I still don't know what it, what I'm like. What is it? Is it? Is it? What is the show?
0: I can't tell you. If I tell you, it literally—I oh. mean—it gives away the show. It's like it, it, the show is so hard to describe to somebody. Yeah, I like watch. There's this nurse, and I watching like three episodes, and I still don't know what it is. She's trying to get a job at this mental institution, and then you find out why. And it starts off with a, a mass murder, and and then that's all you can say because you're like, if you say anything else, you will give away the entire show. I'm sure I'll keep watching it. Um, Do it. it. It's good.
1: Walking Dead will be back this uh, this month.
0: Yeah, I don't think I watched any of it last month. Oh, Mandalorian's really? coming back uh, in the end of October. In October, yeah.
1: Thank goodness, stuff is starting to come start coming out. Maybe like the movies will pick back up.
0: Yeah, well, there's a couple new movies coming out. Uh, I'm really October hopeful that November. life will
1: return to something that's kind of normal by 2021.
0: Let's hope so, because 2020 was not the the, the year that was promised.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You said say that again. It was a weird year. If you'd have told me, even five years ago, hell, if you'd have told me on New Year's Eve, 1999, that the world was going to be brought to its knees by a pandemic.
0: In 20 years? In
1: 2020. Well, I meant to say 2019. I said 1999. But last year, New Year's Eve, if you said, hey, tomorrow it's turning 2020 and there's going to be a pandemic that closes the world, I'd have been like...
0: like, In less than two months,
1: three months? I'd have been like, ha, whatever. 2020 is going to be awesome. It wasn't.
0: Started out being pretty awesome. And we had some good steam going at the start. It had a lot of potential. The
1: next... Well, I don't know if it's going to be the next podcast, but one podcast I want to do this month is... uh, Next month? I mean, this month because I'm going to release this Thursday, which oh. will be October the 1st. Oh,
0: okay. Um,
1: I want to really shine a light on the all the Halloween episodes we've done. We've done some cool shit.
0: You know, if you want me to, I can go back, download our, the Halloween episodes, and we can do like a little best of. The, the, I
1: th- I've talked about that on the last episode. I said if I had enough time, I would like to take the coolest moments out of every Halloween show we've done. Because when I say Halloween show, I don't mean just the show that aired at Halloween. You mean the whole month The whole of month of October. And, and some months, that was like five episodes.
0: Yeah.
1: So, every October, we usually release more episodes than any other month. There's more than two.
0: Now that I got this new mobile editing and podcasting stuff, I can uh, I can do that.
1: Go for it. But I was at least going to do a rundown. And this is one that I could even like... Maybe do by myself, because sometimes it's hard to get everybody together, especially during the week, because you're only here Saturday and Sunday, and that's it, and Anthony's schedule is so rotating, but I wanted to kind of like, just briefly walk walk everybody through, because we have listeners now that haven't heard all the old episodes. I
0: don't and know what they're waiting for.
1: We came out of the gate swinging, though, with the Halloween stuff.
0: Well, you got to think, we'd already had a couple good episodes I then I mean, we'd been planning the whole podcast centering around a good October Yeah. A good Halloween. So Because dude, I dude. used to
1: listen to the Stephen D C show on my yeah. way to school. Even, even when I was in college, I had a, a pretty decent commute and I would listen to Stephen D. C. in the mornings and every Halloween they would broadcast live from a haunted house. Yep. Or a haunted location. And I always thought those episodes were so cool, just the way they put them together. And when we first started talking about doing a podcast, I was like, we're going to do that. And I don't mean an homage to that. I mean, rip it off directly.
0: <laughs> well, we did everything but the live.
1: <laughs> yeah, we tried the first year to do live, and it did not end well. No, but that we, was a
0: great show. We tried using, what, Soundhound. or No, uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud.
1: We were going to do it live, but... <sighs> Gosh, darn it, can you imagine uh, uh, a World War II bomb factory does not have great Wi-Fi? I know, and I even went and bought a hotspot, a data like a cellular hotspot, just to upload our our files as we were making them. But guess what? There ain't good cell phone service in a World War II bomb factory.
0: Not even in the general area, because we was out in the middle of nowhere. We got a
1: couple of segments uploaded that night live, but uh, we cut together the whole episode and released it on our our main.
0: Platform.
1: Yeah. So it's out there. Our first Halloween special. You should go listen to it.
0: That's, uh, how many years ago was that now? Um four years ago, five years ago? I want
1: to say two thousand sixteen was the first show. So
0: Yeah, we're coming But our first show
1: open. wasn't the first Halloween show. No. We we the first show was in I want to say in April or March. March I think. I've got all this wrote down somewhere because I've already started the outline of the, the show that I'm going to do that I'm speaking of.
0: Because it started out with just you and Clint. Mm-hmm. Then I got involved. Then Germ got involved. And then la- <clears throat> Later, Anthony. Then Rob got involved.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Rob well,
0: started out being just a producer. He was going to be then... just
1: a, yeah, and then he, we called him like Robin from the Howard Stern Show. Because like he would just make comments and stuff, but then he became like a part of the show. So it yeah, was like us three. Yeah. yeah. Then when Germ had to leave, it was Good just me and Rob for a while. Back. Yeah. And Clint was a, a, gone for a long time, and he's been back a few times since. Which that's all. I, that's always what I wanted from the show is
0: like revolving sort of. Yeah, because cast.
1: because we can't always. The way our lives and our schedules, the way they are, we can't say, like, okay, every Sunday at this time, we're all getting together and we're doing a podcast. We can't. Yeah. And y'all have even done one or at least part of one without me.
0: Uh, we've done and two. y'all have done interviews without me.
1: And and I want to be able to, hey, I want to be able to call in sick. <laughs> and then the show goes on. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Well, but you got the the episodes that we started started without you or did without you just didn't have the same... I don't know. It just didn't flow right.
1: Which, by the way, they're, they were the most downloaded episodes in history. <laughs> the ones that in I was In history.
0: In Not the history. history. The history of podcasting.
1: No, the history of the world and the universe.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. So that makes me feel a little bit better. Pretty weird. So that means you're the one that's holding us back.
1: That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying.
0: Well, we could be making it rich right now.
1: And yet... Here we are. And here we
0: are. (laughs) So, what else we got going on? Uh, I know there's no real Kill Jaden. I haven't plugged our
1: Patreon page this episode. And I really want to, like, I really want to put that out there because we're going to do some really special stuff. There's already some original content on. The Patreon page And there's gonna be A lot more Coming very soon So just At least go check it out It's uh, Patreon.com And you can search For Real Pop Culture Or You can just go to Patreon.com Slash Real Pop Culture
0: Or you just download The app And uh, Type in Kill Pop Or Real Pop Culture That's what I had to do Cause it wouldn't let me uh, Search
1: it Yeah I'm, I, I still do stuff On computers
0: Well I do everything Pretty much mobile
1: I'm in front of a computer most of the day, so...
0: I am, too. If I'm not in bed... But it
1: baffles me still to this day, the amount of people nowadays that don't even have a computer in their home.
0: That is weird. They well, don't I have mean, one at you all. Got, you got a cell phone.
1: I know, You've but there's phone. some stuff I don't want to do on my cell phone. Like, got, I don't like paying bills on my cell phone. got on.
0: an iPad. I mean...
1: Even still, like, I don't know, I guess I'm old school. There's some stuff I want to sit down at the... Like, if I'm going to type out a document... I'd rather sit in front of the computer and do it. If the screen's long. bigger, i got a keyboard that's actually a keyboard that clicks when I hit the buttons.
0: I just do my best not to type out documents. <laughs> yeah. That's also a good idea. Avoid documents. And meetings. i do a pretty good job, but avoid both of them.
1: I hate meetings. do too.
0: <sighs> I'm glad I'm on night shift.
1: <laughs> Why don't we take a break? Okay. Well, it's almost 11 o'clock. I need to go to bed me and Anthony can finish this up tomorrow night no, we got 35 minutes
0: yeah but yeah definitely go check out the Patreon
1: yeah and I'll plug that again at the end of the show
0: it uh it does have some pretty interesting content right now
1: you're a patron aren't you
0: I am I was the first patron <laughs> you maybe
1: you still may be the only one I don't know <laughs> but you know what's crazy to me is and I'm not knocking anybody but I looked at all the Patreon stuff, and there's a lot of, and it's not just podcasts, it's anything.
0: Everything's got a Patreon page. But
1: there's, there's a lot of them that, they don't even offer original content for their patrons. They're just like, hey, support us. Yeah. Which is fine, but I at least want to give you something. If you're going to give me something, I want to give you something. Which
0: I mean, a dollar is just Our first our tier base. starts at
1: a dollar. That's $12 for an entire year. And even at the entry level, there's a lot of cool stuff, especially our archiving, which is going to be a big deal in the future because we're running out of space. i got to start archiving all old episodes, so you won't be able to go, for example, and listen to our first ever episode. You won't be able to go listen to our first Halloween special like you can now. It'll only be on the Patreon because we're running out of room, and that's where we're going to store that stuff.
0: Let's face it, folks. Podcasting is not cheap.
1: It's not? No. Then how are we doing it?
0: Because we've got...
1: Well, we already had the equipment because we're in a band.
0: No, well, no. honestly, none of that equipment we use. Some of it we do. <laughs> we the mic cords. We used to use the soundboard for something. When we first started, before we got a pre on us.
1: Yeah, I'm glad we don't do it that way anymore. But anyway, we're starting to ramble. I'll just finish this up tomorrow night with Anthony or by myself. All
2: right.
1: I would say we're going to go to a commercial, but we don't have any sponsors right now. We might need to do a line level test. The reason that angles is so you can get it like close to your face. I'll level your line test. Like, yeah, that's fine. Just make sure it's close to your face. Like a one-fist distance at least, or most. What,
2: what kind of language are we talking here? Make sure it's close to your face. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking real low right now. Where, which one am I?
1: Yeah, well, the one, one that says Afony. Afony. Mine says Mark.
2: That's I thought it was "anphony." Do you Afony. spell my fake name wrong? <laughs> I did. <laughs> it's...
1: Let's check this and see how it sounds. So this is basically going to be like two... Many podcasts put together into one because me and Kelli got together two days ago. Yeah. It would have been Sunday, I guess.
2: Yeah, Sunday.
1: Yeah, and we did a, we did a little over 30 minutes. And uh, since it's been two days ago, I've forgotten everything we talked about, except I know we talked a lot about Jason and uh, Friday 13th stuff. But everything else I may repeat again. And it's also like a new podcast because I have announcements. Um, the first main announcement is that I have a sticky note on the monitor now, so I'll never forget <laughs> the phone number again. <laughs> I'll always not know what episode it is, so we'll still have that. But uh, the other thing is, we have a new voicemail line. Our old one expired because I forgot, I accidentally changed the password to our email, and that's what the Google Voice connects through. And I was like, "Well, I'll just change it later. I hate every time I forget a password it's such an ordeal. So by the time I checked it, I didn't see my warning that I was that we're gonna lose our number, and it had already been too late to get it back and so plus that was tied to our old email that was being forwarded to our new email, and this one is you know set up with the new email, so it's better. It's a better number uh six six two seven six seven four four eight seven. Um and that's nobody's gonna answer that number when you call it. It's just gonna ring. I wish I used to they would let you adjust how many times it rang before it picked up. Because being that nobody's gonna answer it, I would like for it to like almost pick just, up right just, away. Just but go straight to the I can't find where to change that. I think they took took it out. You gotta wait the full five or six rings or however many, but there's a greeting and then a beep. You know how voicemail works. So uh y'all can uh if you're if you don't feel like texting, oh and you can text that number too by the way. If you don't want to call it with your with your mouth, your mouth. You can do it you can text it with your fingers. With your
2: fingers. If you're talented, you could text it with your fin- with your mouth. <laughs> you could like type with your tongue. Yeah. Oh, Jimi <laughs> Hendrix and that shit.
1: Mm. <laughs> so um we can't divulge any details because it's it hasn't been confirmed yet, but we've been plotting and scheming over here uh top of the second floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Haven't we? Yes. I'm I'm always excited when Halloween season rolls around. And for me, Halloween is October the first through the 31st. It's not just one night, it's one month. Um we got some we got some good stuff lined up. I, I will say this, if if this w- works out and it looks like it's more more than likely going to. We're going to do another on-site adventure where we stay the night and broadcast uh, from a a spot. But as soon as we get that confirmed, uh, well, I'm sure you'll hear about it by the next episode.
2: Yeah, I should get that confirmation by tomorrow. Nice.
1: So you're basically booking everything tomorrow or attempting to.
2: I'm going to call tomorrow and uh, set the dates where we have uh, set aside and... uh, I have the the first date, and I have the uh,
1: the backup date.
2: The backup date.
1: I hope we get the first date because that's going to be rough on me doing all that editing towards the Bro, end of to and trying that. to get it out before. Which oh, yeah. we've released, we released stuff in November that was Halloween related because we recorded it on Halloween, right? And we're not live, so right. you know it came out later. Like the first, the first one that we stayed at the ordinance plant. It came out like sometime in November. And our next show, or one of the one of the Halloween shows, is going to be me going through and recapping all the cool shit we've done for Halloween, which is a, really neat if you think about it. We've done some cool stuff.
2: Oh, yeah. And we had one
1: year, I think it was last year, that it kind of dipped a little. Like, we did some episodes that were Halloween-related, but they weren't as cool like there's we set the bar really high. something
2: weird about last year's halloween where nothing clicked right or something we had to just like phone it in or something
1: it seems like halloween fell at a weird time like this year halloween is on a saturday Oh, that's cool am i off it's a shame that we don't have a gig booked somewhere no i love doing shows on
2: halloween uh, i hate when you do shows on halloween why i don't know i work in halloween because
1: people do your halloween day
2: yeah, Halloween day I'm working.
1: Are you off the next day?
2: No. Mm. If I work Saturday, I'm automatically working Sunday. Yeah, that's true.
1: So, any rate, uh, I actually had something to talk about. I know I plugged our Patreon at the in the first part, the last podcast that's still on this one. But yeah, go check out our Patreon. And I always forget, and I put it on this note too, to tell people to uh like and subscribe. Subscribe to us on whatever platform, whether it's Stitcher or um uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if you're on an iPhone. Click subscribe because you uh you'll get notified whenever there's a new episode out.
2: I used to use the uh the Apple Podcast app, but now that we're on Spotify, because they were stalking us that day, Yeah, I, I use Spotify forever. You
1: so know what? I, I do a weird thing. I listen to some of my podcasts on Stitcher and some of them on Apple. Oh, really? For no reason. Because both, I mean, they're all on the same. I could just listen to all, all of them on the same one. <laughs> yeah, but some of them, I, I just started listening to them. Like Astonishing Legends I always listen to on Apple.
2: I listen to it Spotify.
1: But then when I discovered Stitcher I started discovering other podcasts and I okay. just <laughs>
2: kinda kept it separated for some oh.
1: for no reason at all.
2: If they're on like if I find a podcast that I want, even if it's if I'm on the Apple, listen to a podcast, if I will always search and see if they're on Stitcher. If they're on Stitcher I listen I mean I mean Spotify. If they're on Spotify. I listen to on there. The only ones I listen to on Stitcher are the only ones that are Stitcher exclusives, like the, uh, the Wolverine and stuff like that.
1: Do we want to go ahead and do a couple of lists? We've got like four already yeah. ready.
2: Why don't you try out that new voicemail line and see if you got anything on there?
1: Well, I just set it up today, so I think I'm the only one that's called it because I was testing it. Well, I'm pretty sure you have something on there.
2: Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> yes. I see what you're you're hinting at. Is
2: it audible or was it text? It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's text. Okay. So we can test it and see if it works. And if it doesn't work, we'll know. I'm going to stop this for a second. Okay. <laughs> Go
1: ahead. So we, um, we've we been telling everybody already to send us their lists. Uh, the ten movies that scared you the most and why. I like it when people elaborate. And uh, she did that. Uh, we got a novel.
2: Yeah. Savannah sent... Uh, a a novella yeah of some sort
1: which is good I like it and I've got Alicia's list and I almost had her read it live but she's
2: a little too shy she's taking another shot my my entire list of 10 plus 3 Alderman mentions does not take up the words are you doing yours tonight or are you going to wait I don't know what do you think I don't care are you doing yours tonight no
1: I'm going to wait
2: well, I want to do my. I'll do mine tonight, just because I don't know when. That's I might, true. I might be we never know here. when we're gonna have you. Yeah, so I okay. will do mine tonight. Okay. And three every, is good. Everybody does not have enough adjectives that Savannah apparently used to write. Well, this. Since, a, since she's got so many on here, why don't you just? Uh, <laughs> why don't you go first? Uh, she she wrote it like an essay. My top ten scariest scenes from horror movies regardless of whether the overall movie was actually good. The number ten, the diner scene from Children of the Corn the 1984. This is a flashback scene where Isaac watches the other children murder all the adults in the diner with his creepy old man face. Very classic horror. Creepy looking kids. I saw it as a small child and still think about it. His weird creepy old man face.
1: I'm not going to do my list tonight but uh, I will say that Children of the Corn is in my list, too, because it is creepy as hell. All right. Uh, on Alicia's list, she's got Cat's Eye. Oh, and you know what? I, I told her that what I did was I put the the year the movie came out on my list. Mm-hmm. Because to me, the year the movie came out is relevant to how scary it was. And I think that also correlates more with your age. You're right, but it just kind of like puts it in perspective because there's some movies that are scary today that were scary in the 70s, but then there's some that were scary then but not necessarily now because we've right. seen everything there is to see that right. could shock us and scare us. Uh, so we're basically, we're too callous now. But uh, 1985, Cat's Eye, that was, uh, was that Steven Spielberg? It's King.
2: Stephen King. Steven King, yes. I bet, was it? I think it was Spielberg. I think it was Spielberg. Google it. Cat's Eye, I think it was Stephen King. Which Stephen? Stephen King? It's the short stories, right? Uh, yeah, it's
1: it's it's a bunch of stories. And one of the stories, well, it, everything is centered around this, this cat, if I remember correctly. And uh, she said the only thing she remembers about the movie is the cat taking the little girl's breath. And she's been afraid of cats ever since. But you know what? I think, I think she may be remembering that wrong. I think it was that little troll, that little goblin.
2: The little troll was in that, in the cat's. Eye. I thought he was taking the breath. No, the cat was taking the. No. The cat was. I think you're actually right. The troll was taking the breath. No, the cat sat on top of her chest, and was like
1: sucking, and you could see the smoke like coming from her into the cat. We'll have to YouTube that here we'll in a little YouTube while. That. Yeah, we'll YouTube that. And next episode, we'll tell you which one it was—the cat or the goblin. All right, what's her next one? Troll without a goblin?
2: God, all the goblins out there are mad.
1: I got the uh, I got the troll community on the line, yeah. and they're not happy. Well, right. Trolls are never
2: happy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Neither are goblins. You got to flash back over to the
2: list. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you probably need me to pull that up so you can read yeah, it. Uh, I got to say mine real quick. Mine are in no particular order. Uh, it, probably the scariest one is going to be the first, because this is the first one I wrote down, because this one is in my head. You uh, know, it's weird when I, when I let, the movies I'm, or uh, movies I wanted to watch, so, I know it's typical scary scenes in the movies, that are, whether they're good or not, but this was a great movie, and it's probably other scarier scenes in the movie that are scarier, but this is the one that stands out to me. Uh, the gate, when the little claymation yeah, was thing like was trying to reach a doorknob, and they'd done something, I don't remember what they'd done, but it fell over, and it busted into all those little clay people yeah uh yeah The hell with that dude that movie creeped me out but let me ask you this do you
1: think because i haven't watched it since i've like recorded it on my vcr way back when i right. watched it a bunch of times but do you think it held up like if we watched it now
2: i don't know if it would hold up now because of the claymation because claymation looks so cheesy now
1: well some of the claymation and stop motion star wars look cheesy but still uh, it was a great movie it looks
2: But when you watched it originally, that's all you had.
1: How do you read
2: your writing? Uh, I don't. I just just remember what I wrote. Ever seen? Uh, And I was writing really, really fast too. Uh,
1: I've never seen words that small. I would need a telescope (laughs) to read that. Uh, But yeah, um,
2: I think the gate is deserving. Of a remake. I think a lot of scary movies have got remade. That's so true. There's a bunch that you're like, why have they not done this? And the Gate is is one of those movies. Because it's one of those. And it, and it kind of goes into, you know, you had the uh, like Stranger Things and stuff with the the coming of age kids shows. Yeah. Uh, and the, the Gate was one of those because it was kids. It was, yeah. It was kids. Not even, they probably weren't even in high school. They were more uh, like middle school. Do you remember the guy who was the lead character in The, the Gate? I think it was Stephen Dorff. I have no idea. Uh, he's he was the bad guy in Blade. Okay. Yeah, you would know him if you've seen him. Okay. He's been in a, he's a he's been in a lot of movies. Well, so he was Frost.
1: Frost was the bad guy in Blade One. Yeah,
2: that was Stephen Dorff. Okay. He was the little kid in in get the Gate. Wow. You can do your Google thing if you want to. Yes, That's right. You're right
1: yeah since you're too shy of the young young podcast, you can, you, young you can you can <laughs> google stuff for us right. um
2: and then savannah's number nine uh I have not seen this movie I haven't seen this movie either, but I've heard a lot savannah, about it. savannah Kara it and, came up last year and raven love this movie i think Sean brought it up a lot in his was it Sean? I can't remember but i mo- uh, i know we talked about v h s the i like you scene from v h s the creep factor is high in the section of VHS where a weird girl whose eyes are slightly too far apart, make making her have a distinct, uncanny valley of uncanny. approaches a random dude in a bar because, I like you, which is apparently all she knows how to say. She's creepy, and it becomes terrifying when she reveals her true, monstrous nature. Uh, the guy's the- desperate attempt at escape while she eats his friends leads to a visceral, uncomfortable, broken limb and it's all shot, found footage style from a camera apparently hidden in his glasses. Unless no no film, but it's still great, pretty great. I need to put that on uh, the list. I'm gonna watch that. So this Savannah is my, my is is my child, and she is a. I will find out her fan fiction in a. a Login. So, if anybody wants to go read any of her uh, stuff that she's written, I was going to say she should be a writer, you but you're can, saying uh, she is. She does. She, she's okay. she's got a lot of stuff on uh, uh, some some writing websites, and I will I will link that <laughs> in the show. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, she writes a lot of stuff. Is it my turn? Yeah. Uh, yes. The entity.
1: 1983. Horrifying. Raped over and over by an invisible being. Yeah. Uh. I remember Movie Gallery. The one where Factory Connection is now. No, yeah. what's where Little Caesars is, isn't it?
2: Yes, where Little Caesars is.
1: Yeah, we used to rent movies at Little Caesars. But I used to rent a lot of horror movies way back when. And Carrie told me about that movie. She's like, it's like the most horrifying movie
2: ever. What's your next one? What's my next one?
1: With your tiny handwriting?
2: Uh, my tiny handwriting. Uh, this, is, it's, it's, this is not so much a scary scene while watching the movie. This is one of those things that uh, you kind of overlook while watching the film. But it's recreated in your mind while you're sleeping, which is not a good time. It's the Nightmare on M Street. I don't remember which night on M Street it is. I don't know if it's one or two. I didn't research it. But it's when Freddy's arms are stretched out across <laughs> Part one. the, the alley, alleyway. Yeah. Uh, so you're familiar with the scene. It's very, it's very creepy. Uh, it's like Freddy. But can, you know what's weird
1: about that scene? He's got the glove only on one hand, right? But there were knobs coming out of his fingers. Uh, fingers. On the other one.
2: Uh, to me, it was like Freddy can get you no matter where you're at. Yeah. No matter where you go, I can reach you. Like I, I can I distort know,
1: my my life force to accommodate your murder.
2: Right. I mean, it was <laughs> that was a because I was. When, when Freddie Krueger came out, I think I was 12 or 13. It was coming out like what, 85, 84. So it was around, I was 12, 13 years old when Freddy... So I, I wasn't going to be so much scared. And if I was, I would admit it because I was at that age. Oh, yeah. But sure. that scene was was not something you jumped at in the film. But it was it was creepy after the fact. Like, it stuck out in the movie to me. If you're watching it with your friends, you're like, I'm not scared, you're scared. Yeah, yeah. i cat. Oh, Savannah has told us, I asked Savannah where we could find her writing. She said her Reddit is uh, had some original fiction and short horror stories. It's uh, u backslash, what is, I don't know. There you go.
1: You slash witch dash
2: brew. Yes, that's Savannah's writing and original works there.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'll check that out. So uh, do her number eight. Her
2: Her number eight? Okay, pull it up. It's on there. Oh, okay. To the top. Uh, The opening scene from Darkness Falls. I should note, I don't remember a single thing from the rest of this movie because it wasn't that good. But the opening scene is the reason I'm scared of the dark. The tooth fairy, who is apparently the vengeful spirit of a dead witch and doesn't like people looking at her which is fair, is coming to visit a uh, preteen boy who just lost his tooth. But he catches a glimpse of her and only doesn't die because he flashes light in her face and she's scared of light he then hides in the bathtub with the lights on and when his mom goes to check his room she gets murdered super, super hard. hard uh
1: murdered super hard
2: i like to I, I i read with my finger and it's hard to read with my finger from four foot away <laughs>
1: <laughs> says the guy who writes in like microscopic hieroglyphics <laughs> it's i really a sentence, it. not a paragraph
2: <laughs> it's, yeah it's
1: Fright Night, 1985. She was 10 years old, and it gave her nightmares. Um, I remember that movie being creepy, but the one scene, it was like, ooh, was when the the redheaded chick had her back to, to the guy, and she looked normal from behind. And I can't remember if he reached out and touched her shoulder, but either way she spun around and you were like, oh my God, <laughs> her face looked horrifying. Yeah. Like, you didn't see shit like that back then. Somebody spent some time on the in the makeup chair on that. All right,
2: what's my
1: number? We, uh, we, last year we watched the remake, Fright Night, and it was like, eh. <sighs> I, I liked mind. the people, like the actors and stuff did good, but is they just... It was not the original. You can't. Some stuff is too good. It'd be like if you tried to remake Star Wars. Like they did it right the first time. <laughs> yeah. They pretty much nailed it. Yeah. I don't think you're going to do better.
2: You're going to try to make it better because well, you know, if you're going to try to remake something, don't do it unless you're going to make it better. So, and a lot of times, trying to make it better means that you're going to throw more special effects at it, especially something like Star Wars. And yeah. that was what's made it great. The special effects was was practical effects and not CGI. Uh, is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, you
1: got you kind of have to go twice. And this
2: is me, the phantasm, the ending, phantasm was my first experience with scary movies. Uh, it's
1: a good one to start on. Uh,
2: and it was a scary movie, it scared the shit out of me. Um, uh, I told the story Uh, a list or two back on the previous episodes of why I watched that movie. Uh, that the ending scene. After the movie was going off, the movie was almost over. Like, it went off at this point. Uh, you know, everybody saved the day. Was it the first post-credit scene? And it was up and, and everybody was, it was, it was going off. Scene. You know, they saved the day, they killed the monster and everything. And then uh, the guy, somebody came through the back of a mirror, busted it and jerked him through the mirror. It, it was, it was the first, uh, the cheap, startle, scary I remember coming from a movie I think it's Portuguese, not Portuguese, but Phantasm coming out like what 79 or 80 or 80 they did a Phantasm uh, 2 uh, I don't late, know if they like did said, after that uh, that's a 2 also. Well, me and my brother watched it it was that time period it was when it came out on HBO because we had a free HBO weekend and we snuck up in the middle of the night to see Boobies Mm-hmm. Uh, we seen boobies. Did Phantasm but were deliver? Ter- Scar for life from now on. But you know, just from did Phantasm know. deliver on the boobage? oh It's a '79 horror movie. Mm. Do I need to say more? No, not
1: really. <sighs> we, then, uh, as always, I rewatch Friday the Thirteenth, the original, every every year, uh, every October, and we we watched half of it last night, and I was like, wow, they really came correct with the boobage. Even that 2009 remake, we rewatched
2: it. And I kind of forgot how good that was. It was good. I liked it. And it yeah. had good actors in it. The actors sold it. Even the cheesy ones. The cheesiness was kind of like sold by the actors. I mean, and a yeah.
1: lot of unrealistically perfect tatas.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think we did this in the wrong order. I should have like went second to give you a break, but you have to go twice in a row.
2: Okay. Cause, 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 number seven. I gotta pee. That's like, this is a long one. The hiding clap, scene, the hide and clap scene from The Conjuring. While the sequels weren't exactly up to par for the most part, to me, the initial Conjuring movie was an instant classic. This scene from Follow Carolyn, mother of five, mother of five daughter, the true horror as she investigated something in the basement and ends up trapped by an invisible threat. The scene plays with suspense and dread very well. It's a steady escalation that begins with a ball being flung across the room while the music ramps up and then has the mom running up the stairs while the light burst. The music cuts as the mom lights matches in the dark, breathing heavy, and then two pale hands clap next to her head before her last match goes out. Mm. And uh, that scene is actually on, on my list. I just said the clap scene. That's uh, <laughs> but, uh, but And I think we'd... You ha- I think when we was doing our list about scary movies, you, hasn't- you hadn't watched The Conjuring because it was a modern horror movie.
1: No, I haven't watched it because it's a demon possession movie. You I have sh- mental illness from watching The Exorcist. You,
2: you should watch The Conjuring because it's a... Not
1: only is it on my list, but what's the name of that service I just subscribed to today? It's sort of like... It's a streaming TV... App I was thing gonna,
2: based on horror movies i was uh, and i wow.
1: went on there as soon as i subscribed and they I, it's called what philo. Philo. philo well so i went on there and they had a bunch of horror movies mm. and you you kind of have a dvr built in okay it's internet based but like you can click save on a tv show or movie and it'll like add it to your list and i saved a bunch of horror movies to watch and that was one of them
2: it's it's so good it's
1: on my like virtual so dvr no, I'm oh
2: not. Oh, God. It's a good I tell movie. you, I,
1: I, I veer away from them, man. You can call me a chicken it's a if you want movie. to. It's a Is it my turn, or you'll be, turn? You'll be thinking chicken when you get one of them demons are. after you.
2: of well, them old demons. Is it Lisa's turn? Or?
1: Yes, it is. amniville Horror, 1979. The Flies is the main things I remember. I think in one of the Amivilles, I think it was like four, where they have like a yard sale and this lady buys an, a creepy lamp I think it was bees on that one I have no idea I don't think it was flies but I
2: may be remembering that wrong it has been a while it's funny Her hers was Amityville and mine's a, uh, a classic horror movie as well on my number four
0: uh, well, I'll add to that last year flies were like really really bad like, <laughs> And so I was standing at the kitchen washing dishes, and like they were like a swarm of flies in the kitchen window. And I immediately thought, "I'm gonna get killed in this house. Uh, All these flies."
2: Uh. There's a scene from *Polterge* from *Poltergeist*, and it's not even a it's not even a major part of the film. I don't think, but to me, it's just like a you know just a little a filler scene. To, to sell the story it does sell the story yeah. but uh when that when she falls into the swimming pool they're digging in Poltergeist oh yeah and all the dead bodies start floating up
1: did you know woo, that that's oh, uh there's a new TV show called Cursed Films and Poltergeist was featured as one of the episodes yeah. like they had the exorcist mm-hmm. and like every film where like it seemed like it had some bad vibes they allegedly the rumor was some of them skeletons that popped up in that scene you're talking about was real, real, skeletons. real skeletons? Well, they confirmed it on oh. that show. Right? Well, yeah, back then most of the skeletons you ordered were real. Real skeletons. Real skeletons.
2: But uh that was uh that stood out to me in that movie. The poetry, uh, the those all those little little dead bodies floating up from everywhere. All right, you got to pause it.
1: You got to pause it. Yeah. I have a You have to take a piss break. <laughs> I could read I'll just go ahead and read her next one, while he's taking a break. Have we already read this one, or is it just deja vu because we were just talking about Amneyville? That's no, that's it. Uh, the closet scene in uh, the Amneyville horror remake. Oh, that's the one with the uh, was it Ryan Reynolds? Uh, this scene follows the babysitter, absolutely no one would hire, being locked in the youngest child's closet at the Amneyville house for some time before a man killed his entire family. The closet door doesn't have a lock but won't budge even when the terrified babysitter bloodies her fingers clawing at it. Then Jody, the spirit of the little girl who previously occupied the room, appears and taunts the babysitter before first forcing her to stick her finger into a bullet hole in the center of Jody's forehead. Yikes. And I watched this as a kid. Wow. I haven't seen that. Let me see what year that came out. And well, if
2: that was Ryan Reynolds that was
1: in. Uh, how do
2: you spell Amyville? Uh, Amy. <coughs> T. There
1: he is. The Amyville Horror, two thousand five. Yep. I haven't seen that one. I haven't either.
2: You haven't seen that? You haven't seen that version with like Ryan Reynolds?
1: That Not that this means anything, but it didn't score
2: very well. It's good. you know, you know that I mean crap. No, that don't mean crap. Oh. Uh, I, I liked it because uh, when the uh, original were coming out with uh, James Brolin or whatever, yeah. uh, it was that time when that you know that kind of psycho-ish kind of thing. Psycho was great, yeah. But you know, Psycho was Psycho. Leave it alone. Don't try to recreate it nowhere right. else. Don't uh, try that music and uh, stuff. But uh, I liked uh, Ryan Reynolds' version. He played the James Brolin part of that. Badass, I thought. Poltergeist, nineteen eighty-two.
1: The people talking through the TV snow, waking up to the TV off, off the air, was terrifying, and the creepy old preacher man. Was he in just just that one? I think he was in. Uh, he reappeared someday. He
2: came through. I don't know if he was in the original, but I know he was in like part two or, or something like that. Is it me now? I'm gonna skip yes. over one because. But my you know,
0: after that movie came out, and you fall asleep on the couch or whatever, I mean, watching what TV, you and you wake
2: up to. We snow, wake up to the snow on the TV.
0: It will, freak, it will freak you out. Most
2: That's
1: of our, like our listeners, most of our listeners probably don't remember when TV channels would go off the air. Right. So they they have, would do the national the anthem. anthem. <laughs> and and you know, then they would sign out, and it would go to that that color, <laughs> multicolored thing, and then it would go to snow. Right. So you would wake up, and you're you would have white noise on your TV. Every every channel did that. Uh, then they invented infomercials and that's never
2: happened since. The, uh my number five is the is the conjuring uh the clap thing, so I'm just gonna say that and then skip to the next one. Just go ahead and rush it along. But uh Hellraiser One. Yes. Wasn't so much a scary movie, it's just kind of a it's just kind of cringy moment. Yeah. They when, they, uh, they really laid into it with when that, the, uh, the, uh, when the, the crazy guys on that is on that, that mattress cutting himself with a scalpel, just cutting himself and all the little chains start coming out. I mean, I, yeah, that was, that was earlier in the film. That's before anything, that was this. that was when you knew you was watching a scary movie. Like, when that, when, I don't know when Hellraiser came out, when you're watching Hellraiser, is like, you came in like,
1: you'll know when I do my list. <laughs> you
2: write in, and you, you just turn the channel and, okay, Hellraiser's on. Let's just see what this is about. You don't really know. Because that's when, you, that's when you used to, how you used to watch TV. You didn't, you know, if it came on TV, you just okay. Let's see what this is about. Yeah. If you sit there and you're watching this Casey guy cut, is that you didn't know it was a scary movie until that scene, uh, and yeah. it was pretty. Yeah. Oh. The the whole premise <laughs> is
1: that guy like escaped from hell, and the Cenobites were basically demons that were coming back to take him back to take him back to hell. Right. Because when he first showed up, he did, like didn't have any skin
2: on him. Right, It'd been like in hell. Well, uh, there was somebody. The the entity of that guy was living in that mattress, and he needed blood to bring him back out of that mattress. Yeah. So when he was cutting himself, the blood from that guy got in the mattress, and that's when he was able to get him, get a hold of him and yeah, and get him. But
1: I just remember when they showed up, the Cenobites. I was like, that looks like something you would imagine
2: came from hell. Yeah, it's some Clive Barker's a <laughs> weird dude.
1: Savannah Stern.
2: Okay Number five Number five Love this this movie This is a good one Love this movie The truck chase scene From Jeepers Creepers Before we even get Introduced to Mr. (coughs) Gotta have them Peepers properly He's already trying To murder Our protagonist With his gross Looking semi-truck That's a badass truck It is a badass truck This scene is Startling And builds Anticipation And dread well as well as setting up the rest of the weird movie that i personally liked i liked it too a lot of people say they don't like jeepers creepers but i think i didn't that, like part two jeepers much. creepers kind of holds up as one of the new modern scary movies for the people of for the young people and coming the up. chick in the movie had hoop
1: earrings on there you go
2: <laughs> and i'm i'm shallow
1: <laughs> arachnophobia because it's oh. effing spiders yeah um i'm i do have legit arachnophobia But I was such a little shit around the time this movie came out. Me and my friends uh, got, I don't even remember where we got them, but we got a big bag of plastic spiders and took to the theater with us. (laughs) I'm not even kidding you right now. And it was packed. It was the Amory Twin Cinema. And I mean, it was, it was, it was, every seat was full. And we were tossing,
2: randomly tossing (laughs) these
1: plastic spiders like behind us and in front of us throughout
2: the whole movie. That was, uh, it's funny, like, when I watched Nightmare on Elm Street, it was a small theater. And like I said, I was 12, or 13 years old, and uh, the the middle-aged kids who wanted to watch the movie, they, you know, this sit in the middle, and the, the older kids who just didn't care about the movie, they just wanted to talk to girls or whatever, or whatever. They sat way back in the back. And uh, one of those guys back in the back was taking his fingernails and sliding them up on the, the metal of the of the seat, and it was sounding like Freddy scraping his oh, uh, You know, I know it's one of those things that stands out from yeah for Nightmare on Elm Street to me. What's your next? What's my next one? Uh, this is going way back, and uh, I seen the remake. Of, I watched this movie. When I was younger, and I only seen part of it, and it scared me. But I, I liked the movie, but it did scare me. So, you know, when I watched it after I was older, I watched the remake. The remake was good, and I went back and watched the original. And uh, this scene is uh, when Donald Southern from the uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers yeah. does that scary point <laughs> scream when yeah. he sees somebody who hasn't been body snatched yet. I think it's at the end of the movie. Yeah, uh, I remember that. That is a
1: that's like the only thing I remember about that movie.
2: Which means I'm 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 on point by putting it on the mm-hmm. list. Uh, but that's I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And I, did, I didn't really realize it, but I I watched that clip again today just to reassure myself I was on the right movie. But uh, I didn't think that. Seeing Kiefer Sutherland now and Donald Sutherland, but after looking at Donald Sutherland when he was that young, he yeah. just is just a damn like. I agree 100%
1: with with uh, Savannah's next, next one.
2: Oh. Uh, yeah, go ahead.
1: Georgie's death from It, either version, It doesn't hesitate to let you know is going to be a rough one, seeing as it murders a small child right out of the gate. Georgie is playing with his paper boat. His brother made him in the rain, but he goes down the drain pipe. Here we get introduced to the titular monster. Pennywise the dancing clown. He convinces Georgie to reach in and retrieve his balloon. And in either version, the the clown comes across terrifyingly creepy, building a sense of unease in the viewer that is turned into straight-up horror when he grabs Georgie and sinks his teeth in. Poor Georgie. Yeah, uh, it's, it's <laughs> very graphic on the remake.
2: I think Savannah made it more graphic by her little... Her Description of,
1: yeah, uh, <laughs>
2: it is hard to watch
1: somebody murder a kid, yes. even if you, you know it's a movie, you know it's fake. Mm-hmm. It's like you see adults get murdered all the time, you're like, oh, you know, but yeah, like, like take it like it's Freddy Krueger. I mean, he is what he is because he was a child killer, he killed kids, but it never really showed him killing kids. But like Georgie got like his arm ripped off, and he was a young young child, not yeah. like a teenager. On the oh, remake, team. like he ripped his arm off yeah.
2: and then like drug him into the sewer. Because in horror movies, all those teenagers you typically need to die anyway. They they they, have, they kind of deserve it. But a little kid just playing smoking with, marijuana, playing playing on 6. his damn boat
1: <laughs> can't do that. Uh,
2: not in my camp. Nuh-uh. No. Where's my hockey mask? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Conjuring, 2013. That's when that came out. Yeah, it's new. It's,
2: well, it's seven years old, but it's fairly new.
1: <laughs> uh, She put for her, the reasoning is because it's a true story. Is it really a true story? Mm-hmm.
2: Based on. Hmm.
1: See? I haven't watched it.
2: You need to watch it. I've, I've got it cued. Uh, uh F when he's
1: next one. No, well, my next one.
2: The Night of the Scarecrow scene. The Night of the Scarecrow was an okay, like, ABC scheme. I liked movie. it. Uh, but that, that part in the, when that dude died in the grain silo, silo yeah, uh, that was uncomfortable.
1: I liked *Nightmare and the Scarecrow*. No,
2: not on the Scarecrow* was a good, it's it's a good movie. one of those, It wasn't like a. Uh, I mean, it, it was terrifying. It but was like
1: it was, but I think it was. Like, this was like a suspense thriller. Was like an NBC movie. movie? I
2: don't want really to think it come out at theaters or anything.
1: I watched it on.
2: I rented it. But you, that was a good show. What's Savannah got next? Number three. Oh, I know what she's on the last about. three. The attic scene from *The Grudge*, not the new one. While the grudge can be confusing, disjointed, and sometimes slow-moving, there's no denying that there are aspects of it that are genuinely horrifying. can't even hear that sound without freaking out. That's what I did to Savannah when she won't go to bed when she was little. Uh, I literally could have filled this list at least up to five with scenes from the grudge because the ghost just freaks me out more than any American ghost ever has. Uh, the attic scene is where she comes collapsing out of the attic and crawls all creepy onto the screw girl, and that's all I'm gonna say about this because I don't like her face. Uh,
1: how so, do they? I don't
2: know how they do that. Like, like the way they move in the
1: Grudge and in the Ring, how it's like uh, stop, the, motioning. stop motioning. Yeah, stop motioning. Yeah, it looks unnatural,
2: uh, so it makes it creepier. It's people don't move that way. That scene in the Grudge and, I, and when she's like her head comes down the door facing. And I go, ah, ah, yeah, that, yeah. I can do that now, ah, it's a Savannah. And she will like, she'll do that, that little shiver, (laughs) that little shiver thing every time it happens.
1: Cujo, 1983, you afraid of dogs?
2: It was a rabbit dog trying to kill him, kill him.
1: I'll be honest with you, I watched Cujo a long time ago, but I don't remember that much about it.
2: Uh, I, I read remember it was a bad. dog. I watched the movie, bad and, dog, and I read then know. I read the book. The book... <laughs> I
1: said bad dog, and <laughs> then you're
2: like, What I do? I'm just I I lay do laying there, down. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, what about on? Is it my turn? Yeah, oh, number nine. The house one, the house, the the first house. I mean, I now. love both of
1: those. houses.
2: The Vietnam War scene when he's dragging the body and he's like, oh, I don't know if he's got legs or what. He's like, oh, he's having a flashback to Vietnam and he's dragging that body, you know, Richard Maul. It's uh, that kind of stuck in my head. It's just a scene in the movie that's kind of setting up the story. But uh, that's one of those you see when you close your eyes after you watch that movie. House 2 was just hilarious, though, so, but it was it, it was good. I want to rewatch those.
1: This, yes, I think after two, it got kind of con- convoluted. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number three. Wait, number no, two. She's down to two. I didn't scroll up.
2: Yeah. Uh, and this is part of this was part of going to be part of mine. But I just didn't put it. I in. I should have
1: put this on, on mine.
2: Uh, the bedridden sister from Pet Cemetery, either version. Nightmare Fuel. It's all I can say about the mother's dead sister from Stephen King's novel Turn film, turn remake The movie overall plays more like a thriller And a good one But the scenes with her are a horror to their core And it was That scariest part of that movie was worse than mine God, the scariest part of that movie was the flashbacks Of uh, the main woman's sister and that thing well, She, you know, she was a, so creepy I'm scared of little I, I just got chill bumps So
1: when the little boy came back <laughs> Oh that
2: that freaked me out because no, little kids are scary. Man. I want to play with you. Yeah, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> at this
1: point of Alicia's list, she um, it was she was towards the end of the list and stopped giving descriptions, but I love this movie. Like, it's not just one of my favorite horror movies. Not only is it terrifying, but it's one of my favorite movies. Like, it'd probably be in my top mm. ten, you know, general movies, no matter what genre. But it's a 1999 star of Echoes with making Bacon. That's a great movie. Yes. And it is terrifying because like it has those creepy moments, but it's got a lot of uh, jump scares and right. they've got them all mixed together. It's a good movie. Yeah.
2: It's done well. And, and it, it, they didn't try to st- cheaply give some startled jumps out like there. And they man. didn't
1: try to overcomplicate it either. Yeah, it was just a good movie. It was just good. Yeah. That's all I can say. All right.
2: Is, sure. it, is it my turn? Well, my last one, though. It's the Cujo, it's, and, but specifically with Cujo. It's the scene where, like, after the movie, after she stabs him with the whatever. And, to watch Cujo together. And she's back in the house, and when she's back in the house, she's calling, and he jumps through the window or whatever. Uh, that scene would make you jump out of your skin. You think the movie's over, and you just been to wait for the happy ending and the credits. Uh, but funny, that scene's not in the book. Oh, you read the hey, book. I read the book. The, that thing's not in the book. The book's good. The
1: book's better.
2: Nah, yes, book's better. <laughs> and it's back when. Uh, now, not not the Stephen King books. When to me Stephen King books got to the point where they were started great. They they peaked, and then they would just kind of hit or miss. Hit right? or miss with the end. And some of them he just kind of dialed in the ending. But some of them were great toward the ending. And Cujo was one of those, as well as like you know. Um, shit, okay. the, one of the scariest books I've ever read I can't even think of the name of it right now Oh, it's Lot. Salem's Lot Salem's Lot? God, it was scary mm. I slept with the lights on
1: After reading it
2: After reading it, I slept with the lights on That's a scary book mm. uh,
1: You got number one for Savannah now. Number
2: one for Savannah The staircase scene from The Grudge Listen I know, I already brought it up, The Grudge But Jesus Christ, I have to take my stairs at Dreads that a, a dead sprint at night because of the scene so it's so it's number one the movie gave me trauma hashtag team candy corn uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I slipped it yeah I told her to slip that in there that's funny I asked her if she liked candy corn first and she said yes so I said she's she's obligated
1: <laughs> so that gene whatever it is that's damaged no, she's for my, you she's a you passed it down so, Still, <laughs> still You raised her so
2: you, you influenced <laughs> candy it good. Candy corn's awesome uh, No I don't like crayons oh. mixed with sugar <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Halloween candy? From a trick or treat bag Don't be saying some weird stuff that's not in a trick or treat bag Well, It's gotta be in a trick or treat bag
1: There's now, only a few Actually there's only a few candies that are I, specifically
2: I know you don't like sweets But you have your favorite trick or Reese's Peanut Butter Cups yeah. So. But
1: you can
2: buy that every day. So it's un- well, like I was just saying, like there's not that many candies that
1: are specific to like Halloween buckets. There are. though. There's a few. Those those things you point out all the time. I'm not really crazy about them. I mean, I ate them because they did have a kind of a
2: peanut butter playing to them. Um, the orange paper, black paper Halloween candy. Yeah. I think people bought those because they were cheap. They bought. That's the people who got egged. Uh, <laughs> a bit
1: of honey. Could I say that's a Halloween candy? Yeah. A bit of honey, I like uh, honey.
2: Peanut butter planks. I like the peanut butter planks. Oh, yeah. Peanut butter planks were good. I'll agree with you on that. Uh, See, I'm I'm just
1: I like peanut butter. Yeah. Alright, the last um movie from this episode that we're doing is Nineteen Nineties Flatliners. And I had to get her to remind me how that's a horror movie. It's, but then I remembered that because I I was like, well that's just a movie where like they would intentionally like die and then right. get brought back but then she reminded me like stuff started coming back with them and right. that's where it got heart horrory is that a word horror yeah, horrorish sure. <laughs> it that's when he got scurry billy was trying to kill son Yeah. Kiefer. i watched that movie in the theaters and i haven't seen it since so i got I haven't some seen it since uh, it
2: came out i got some honorable mentions oh good and uh when I say I got like three, so don't uh, these are uh, scary movie scenes. But some of these might not necessarily be a scary movie.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to be a horror movie. I
2: mean, if it terrified you, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move my list around just to put the, the when Pumpkinhead was born, when he came out, when, you know, when they the when the first appearance of Pumpkinhead.
1: I love Pumpkinhead.
2: When he first came out, when he first. Come out of his whatever. That was kind of creepy. That was Why scary. Why have they not remade I movie? don't know. They're scary, too. The the second one, another, and it's Resident Evil. The video game, not the movie. I know you're not a video game guy, but when you're playing there, uh, I remember PlayStation One, the old one, you had your little vibrating controllers, uh... When he was going around killing all the zombies and stuff, when you got into the billiard room and the game room or whatever, there was these big giant Tarantulas, tarantulas in there mm, that you had to kill. Good. If you shot them with a shotgun, it turned into baby Tarantulas. <laughs> huh! Yeah, it would like John threw his controller. <laughs> it was, it's scary. And this, this is going to date the hell out of me as far as how old I am. But the. Uh, Seeing the little illusion kind of thing. It's not a scene so much, but watching the movie Three Men and a Baby after the big oopla about yeah. the little ghostly kid. We were kid. that the other night The ghostly we kid in there YouTube. gave you chill bumps when you seen that little ghostly kid in there about you know he committed suicide or whatever. I don't know if all of that's true or not.
1: But at oh, the dude, it's at,
2: weird. At the time it was kind of it put chill bumps on you. It you make your hair stand up on the back of your neck. It still does when you see it. So yeah. even I'll, after
1: they said that it was it was fake, it's fake. But uh, but here's the thing about that that's very important. Point, <laughs> I
2: just wanted to, to point out. that out because there, it wasn't seen in was that scary. scene.
1: There's like two or three of them, like the mom and the dude and the baby. Yeah, and they walk through the room. Yeah. Okay. When they pass through the first time, there's a shotgun.
2: Yeah. Floating I,
1: yeah. barrel first yeah. with right. the stock in the air. Yeah in the window right then when they come back seconds later and this is one shot like they yeah. didn't they didn't cut and pick back up like i researched that when they come back through that's when the little boy's there right it's, so you mean to tell me somebody floated a shotgun yeah it's and then ran up uh, yeah. there while they were in the I, other room and switched it out for I'm like no dude i just thought it
2: needed to be pointed out in this little episode because of the the scary scenes in a movie because you shouldn't have watching a comedy oh, show yeah. I'm, you, dude,
1: I'm with you. That, that shit made me... I couldn't sleep for a while. For
2: the people who don't know, I mean, because that was... What? When did that come I out? thought the
1: Three Men and a Baby Ghost was going to come after
2: me. The 90s, eight, late 80s. Uh, they filmed this movie, Three Men and a Baby, which was a, pretty much a comedy. But after the fact, supposedly... The, 1987. 1987. It's a good year for horror movies. So apparently, the story was that the woman who apparently lived in the house that they filmed the movie in or something like that her son had killed himself
1: i heard that he was playing accident. with a shotgun accident, and an accidentally accident, accident, off accidentally
2: and, killed himself yeah. and uh, she seen when well, she was watching the movie because she was you know it was a popular movie and, yeah. and it was filmed in her previous house that she seen the ghost of her son so after that the the, the video record the video rentals for 3 men and a baby Jump back up because, yeah, because we didn't have YouTube Because everybody wanted to go rent the movie the internet didn't exist To go see that scene We in the went movie. and rented it And I, and I went and re-rented it again To see that I scene in the movie And you definitely see it And it's creepy as hell well, And now the Since we put this it on here Three minute and the baby rentals Are going to go up now Everybody's going everybody's gonna to YouTube it So I'm just saying yeah. I was going <laughs> to say Do you rent movies? Well I guess uh,
1: you do digitally yeah. <laughs> yeah When I think rent movies I still think go into Blockbuster Yeah Or whatever all right, that's round one of our list. We have many more to go. Um, and y'all know the deal now, so submit yours. You can email them popculture, the number four, real at gmail.com. Call us at 662 767 4487. And, uh, oh yeah, it says plug Patreon, like and subscribe.
2: All right, get on the Patreon. And like and subscribe. This is going to be a long
1: episode. Me and you just did like 50 minutes. Whatever
2: uh, source you use for your podcast enjoyment.
1: Anywhere podcasts are sold for free. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Real Pop Culture, episode 144. We are broadcasting live from high top, the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye.
2: Bye. That, that kind of messed up on that one. Though. How do you mess up a kiss? I, I don't know. It happens.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's,
2: I was thinking about it too much.
1: Yeah, it's got to. Kisses have to happen naturally. You have to kiss with your heart, not with your mouth. Well, both of those are fake as hell.
2: <laughs> I don't know these damn people. Am like, giving mono? Yes, you do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, you lock them a lot, at least.